Knickers and Gnomes Are on the Case The Empty Frame, Episode 1 So this is it, 331C Quaker Street, home of the famous detective Hitchcock Gnomes. Oh my gosh, can't believe I'm actually here. No, come on, pull yourself together. I am perfectly qualified to be here. Okay, here goes. What do you want? Lacey Knickers. I beg your pardon? My name is Lacey. Lacey Knickers. I'm the detective in training who answered your advertisement. I'm here to work with you. Um, I thought you knew I was coming. I spoke to Michael. He assured me you were eager to have a partner. Michael? Michael who? Michael Gnomes. Your older brother? Oh, that Michael. Ugh. Yes, he did mention something or other about an assistant. Oh, detective in training. Quite. Well, I suppose you'd better come in. Wow, you're actually wearing the corduroy suit and bowler hat. Of course, it's my signature look. I wear it all the time, even in the shower. Oh, um, same here. What? I was joking. Obviously. What idiot showers with their clothes on? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I was joking too. (laughs) Budget cuts. Kitten stuck up a tree. Government declares war on Kent. Ugh. Why are there no good crimes at the moment? All I'm asking for is a nice juicy murder. Something to really sink my teeth into. Is that too much to ask? You want someone to get away with murder. Surely the aim is to prevent crime. My only aim is to solve crimes. I'm running a business here. It's all about supply and demand. At this rate, I'll have to start hiring criminals myself. Anywho, would you like a cup of tea? Ooh, I'd love one. Good, the kettle's over there. I'll have Earl Grey with two tea bags, three sugars and a half pint of milk. I'm a detective in training, not a tea lady. Don't you want to know a bit about me, since we're going to be working together? No, I have a feeling you're going to tell me either way. <clears throat> I'm Lacey, 23, trained at the Royal Academy of Detective Arts. Rada, I guess you've heard of it. As I said, my main experience has been with food-related mysteries. You know, who stole the cookie from the cookie jar, who ate all the pies, that kind of thing but my tutors thought I showed real promise. And I've had some minor roles with other detectives in the past. Mercure Guarot, Clancy Crew, Miss Marbles. Although, between you and me, she's lost most of hers by now. She must be at least 180. 
but I'm so grateful to be working with you and having this opportunity to break into the business. Just give me a case and I'll show you what I can do. If you're so eager, there's a case over there by the fireplace. Under the sheet. This is a suitcase. Precisely. Ah, another day as the curator of the Mate Modern Art Gallery. Time to check on the Hall of Extremely Famous and Expensive Paintings! Mona Lisa, love that smile. Starry night, what a delight! Girl with the pearl earring, how endearing! The scream! Oh no! The frame is empty! The painting's gone! Where's the scream? Pay that right in my face. Yes, young lady. I'm practicing. And this flat is so small, this is the only angle I can fit my trumpet. It's rather large. I inherited it from my father. Maybe you shouldn't blow so hard. Why does a detective need to play the trumpet anyway? How is that helping? Are you gonna blow the criminals away? Uncover who orchestrated the whole thing? Or, or do you just play it by ear? Are you done? <laughs> Wait, one more. What do a crime and your trumpet have in common? Everyone will be happy when the case is closed. <laughs> Those puns are worse than my playing. And I need something to stimulate me intellectually when I'm bored. Answer that, will you? I would, but I don't want to. I'm not your PA. Fine, I'll get it. Hello? Yes, this is Hitchcock Gnomes' number. Hitchcock is, a uh, busy right now, but I'm his detective in training. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no! How? Uh, oh, well, yes, of course. <laughs> That's why you call a detective. <laughs> Not to worry. We're on it. Well... That was the curator of the mate modern, Mrs. Plummer. They've had a bit of a brush-up in the painting department. The screen by Edvard Munch has been stolen. She's asked us to investigate and draw a conclusion. It's not a pretty picture. And you said yes to that? Yeah. It's a crime. You're a detective. This is what you do. But not a petty theft. Were you born yesterday? If it were a Turner or a Picasso, I'd understand. But Edvard Scissorhands? Who cares? Like this fine-tuned instrument. My mind is a... Well, a, a fine-tuned instrument. A powerful intellectual weapon. Now, I'm not going to waste my time on some painting, even if it is at the Mate Modern. Goodness, you've only been here five minutes and already you've got me in a compromising position. Well, if you weren't too busy fiddling with your instrument to pick up the phone, you wouldn't be in this position. Look, I know you're a famous detective. My idol, really. I mean, I've looked up to you since I was little and my parents read me your gory crime cases as a bedtime story and I don't want to be rude, but I have done nothing wrong and you're really... 
fudging me off. <sighs> I'm sorry about my foul language, but it's true. This is your job. You just said you were bored and a case presented itself without me having to whip a sheet off it. Now, we need to go and investigate and you need to stop whining like a baby. Who knows, it might even turn out to be intellectually stimulating. Golly, someone woke up on the wrong side of the floor this morning. Ugh, it's fine. I suppose it can't hurt to take a look. Stretch my cerebral muscles. The brain doesn't have muscles. Shh, don't ruin the moment. I will crack this case quicker than you can say 331C Quaker Street, home of the world-famous and devilishly handsome trumpet player slash detective Hitchcock Gnomes. <sighs> Great. Knickers and Gnomes are on the case. Uh, actually, Gnomes is on the case and he doesn't need any knickers. More of a Y-fronts man, actually. But it's our catchphrase. If we're going to be a crime-fighting duo, we need a snappy catchphrase. No. And why does your name go first? It's alphabetical. What? Oh, I don't know. It just sounds better that way. So, where do we start? Well, we need to go in canvas, the gallery. You don't happen to have a contact there, do you? What? What is it? Um, I do actually know someone who works as a security guard there. Perfect. No, very much not perfect. It's my ex. As opposed to your why? <laughs> my ex-boyfriend from university. George Maniac. We met in second year when we were both studying criminology. He stole my heart the moment I saw him. Those beady eyes, that mullet, the way he fell asleep in lectures. It was like he snatched the rug from under me and I fell head first. We dated for two terms and it was just magical. I'd wait for him after class and carry his books. We'd study together and he'd borrow my notes. We'd go out to dinner and he never insisted on paying because that's an antiquated and sexist notion. In fact, he always let me pay for him. We were a perfect match, balanced each other out like cops and robbers. Or so I thought. But then, the night before a big fancy ball, he dumped me. Over text! Said I was ugly and misshapen. Oh, I was heartbroken, inconsolable, but I paid a lot of money for that ticket, so I went. Alone. The theme was Romeo and Juliet, of all things. Loads of couples sickening me in love. Warring families had a dance battle, and there was a huge dagger cake with sparklers as the grand finale. Meanwhile, I spent the night sobbing on the dance floor. My sprinkler move actually sprinkled. But then I heard news that a bunch of students had managed to sneak in and no one could figure out how. So I went to investigate this most heinous of crimes and figured out they'd worn wetsuits over their tuxes and dresses and scubaed up the river. Can you imagine? It was the wet hair and flippers that gave it away. Everyone was so impressed with my sleuthing skills they started singing my name. Well, Actually, they got it wrong, and we're saying Stacy and something about my mum, I think. But anyway, that was the night I realised that my dream of becoming a real detective could actually come true. I don't need a man when I have the thrill of solving a case, and I've done great. I don't miss him. 
I barely thought about him. I definitely don't stalk him online and keep track of where he's working. Nope, because I don't need him. Just look at me now. I'm a strong, independent, sleuthing superstar. So take that, George. Well, that was exceedingly dramatic and highly unnecessary. Can we go now? You know what? Yes, let's go show him how great I'm doing now. And figure out who nabbed the painting. Yeah, yeah, that too. (sighs) Knickers and gnomes are on the case. This has been Knickers and Gnomes Are On The Case, written and directed by Ella Palmer. Assistant Director, Charisma Drage. Produced by Charlotte Wilson and Natalia Emsley. Chief Script Consultant and Contributing Writer, William Palmer. Script Consultants, Kean Morey and Nathan Galpin. Music by Lily Blundell. Publicity Design by Cody Knight. Lacey Nickers was played by Dorothy Burrows. Hitchcock Gnomes by Joseph Teds. Mrs. Plummer was voiced by Sophie Braun. This episode was edited by Jenny Hay. If you would like to keep up to date with our latest mysteries, be sure to like our Facebook page.